We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Welcome to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Anthony and poor old Tommy is uh, uh, incapacitated, ill, <laughs> under the weather. So we miss you, Tommy. Uh, episode seven, I think. Yeah, I think we might be we'll seven right now. Yeah, we'll run with that. Oh, lucky number seven. How you going? Yeah, not too bad. We're uh, yeah a bit shorter numbers this week. Um, poor old Tommy. Hope he hope he gets better soon. But um. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll play some extra minutes tonight and looking forward to discussing what was unfortunately a loss, but um, still some promising signs and probably a little bit similar to last time we played Paris. So, yeah, not yeah. going too bad otherwise. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, really, um, yeah, just speaking of doing extras, I'm doing extras at work due to people being idiots, but uh, yeah. Um, other than that, mate, um, same, same. Which, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. You, you, you're a little bit you're disappointed they lost, but you can't be too angry about the whole thing. I don't know. It's just... No, that's right. It's been a lot of games this year. We've, yeah, sort of come on here and there's plenty of positives and you just, well, I mean, we've only had single-digit losses, so it's hard to be... Yeah too shattered besides really that that Raiders game that was a that was something we don't want to relive but um otherwise it's been tight losses and good battles and sort of I guess what everyone was expecting from a young team so yeah hopefully some some wins we can talk about the next few weeks but um yeah no definitely definitely glad to see some improvements in areas but yeah definitely still some work as we've talked yeah. about the year. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, moving on to the news. And there wasn't a great deal of news. Well, there was a little bit here and there. But <clears throat> uh, first of all, the NRLW team are having their award um, ceremony tonight. And the only award, just have a look at the live blog, is um, the the uh, Legion's MVP, so the voted by the fans, and that, that went out to Steph Hancock, so it was well-deserved by her, and it uh, looks like Destiny Brill's copping a fair few votes, so she's probably going to be close to, to our best player, so I guess we'll be either, we'll keep an eye on that later on, and if any news comes up, we'll let you know, but you'll all, all know who it is by the time you listen to this anyway. Um the other news was uh, there wasn't really much news, but more of a, a story um, about about Preston and and Donnie and and, and a few of the NRLW um, ladies went down in the Roads to Region program up in the Northern Rivers, and they went down there and uh, helped helped out and just got involved in the community. And it wasn't just your yeah, sort of um, what do you token drive down in the bus, get out in your polo shirts, walk around, sign some balls and, and piss off. It was Presto's been camping out there in Lismore, um, minding people's properties, loading rubbish, unloading trucks, getting in the community, like ringing them up, like, what do you need? What can I bring down? Where can I get it? Getting help, organising and just like being an absolute legend of a human that he, that he we already knew he was and if, if you haven't seen the video on, on titans.com.au, please go and check it out. Like it, it brought a tear to my eye. I'm actually almost tearing up talking about it, just how proud of just what he's done for that community. And even Donnie was down there too, and he was sort of near tearing up as well when he's talking about Preston. And just goes to show how much the how much that community means to the to the club. And yeah, so it's just good to see. 
Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it must have been. Uh, unfortunately, I missed it. Uh, I think, you know, it hasn't sort of, as you said, uh, it's not being done for, you know, storylines and, oh, look at us. You know, we're such a great club or we're such great people. Um, they're not, not showing off and just doing it for the news. They're, they've gone unheard of until until basically this video is brought out. So um, look forward to catching up and the waterworks flying later tonight while the sand's are um, Yeah, there's definitely not Billy Slatering it. No, exactly. <laughs> That's right. No, no Hollywood acts, but um, uh, it's, I think it's just brilliant. It just shows that the club clearly cares about the area and it's, Again, it's not just the Gold Coast, it's the northern New South Wales and Tweed Heads and all these areas. And I think, yeah, it just shows what a bloody great, great human Preston is, which is no no new news to anyone, really. He's um, one of the class acts of the game. Um, so uh, him and Donnie, they're great, great ambassadors to have for the club. Yeah, and, and Presto's like, he's 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 very connected to that to the uh, aboriginal community down there and 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 donnie's from from grafton which isn't too far away from from lismore and, and all the areas down there and um you know it's i don't I, you know i can't imagine what they've been through they've had two floods this year and it's just you know um it's heartbreaking what some of these people have been going through, and and um, you know, just to see our club doing doing some good things and and helping people out is it, it, it warms the heart. Yeah, yeah. good on them. No, yeah. that's right. Show, shows the game's bigger than just the footy on the field. It's yeah, doing all these things for your local community, as we spoke about a few weeks ago. The the cleaning out the the parkwood sort of facilities and stuff it doesn't just stop there um they, they've been doing the, the the mud army as tom said um yeah. and out lismore and uh, as you said just w- what they've been through in a in a matter of two months it's it's heartbreaking to see so hopefully the weather and everything gives them a bit of a break and once they sort of clean up everyone can get there and boost the area and bring a bit to their economy, especially the businesses and everything will be needing that. So fingers yeah. crossed they get on their feet very soon. And yeah, very proud the club's clubs being there to help them. Yeah. And um, lastly, I'm not going to read the article. I'm not going to give Sattler or who or go to what is it, staff writers uh, <laughs> any credit, but the old usual. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Sat's, made the original comment and then removed his name from it like the coyotes and but yeah David Vita has been copping a fair bit in the in the media even despite him just coming off his best game of the year. Um and and um a few of the uh, a few of the boys are well both of them have particularly got on to triple M this this afternoon and and give it to him and I'll read Bo's comments is um <clears throat> Both firmnesses that they forget this is the NRL and everyone's a good player. He's not going to be able to do those things every week. As much as we'd like him to, there's just good defenders and there's just as good players in the other teams and we've just got to use him the best way possible. I think the big thing with Dave is he's doing a lot more work that people aren't seeing this year and the general spectator doesn't see. His defence and his work out of our own end. I think he's having 15 carries and 30 tackles a game and people are ripping into him saying he's not getting involved enough. I just don't know what where the criticism comes from. And um, and they go on to, to name his stats. He's averaging 127 metres uh, a game, um, a line break every game, a line break assist every game and four tackle busts every game. Like, um, <laughs> you know, like what do you want? Oh, I, I can't understand it. I just, I, I feel like we talk about it every week. And as you said, the staff writers, um, aka Scott Sattler comes out every week. But you wonder how some of these like ex-players and journalists and everything like that get their jobs. Like for him to come out and say, I think his words were that he thought Dave was the worst player on our team. It just, 
It's green <laughs> stupidity. I mean, he's not even close. He'd be a top five player in our team. And to say he's sure. the absolute worst, you can say he's probably, he's quiet. I can name five players off the top of my head that are clearly worse that have played this year. Oh, he's not even <laughs> close to the worst. That's what I mean. And yeah, as I said, we've, we've spoken about it a lot, but he just, you know, a lot of times people last year were saying, oh, he's only does the flashy plays. He, he doesn't get in. He doesn't do the hard yards like a forward's meant to. Now you yeah. fast forward twelve months or six to twelve months, and he's getting in doing the doing the hard yards, and they're saying, "Oh, well, why can't he score three he's not flashy enough. Yeah, yeah, he's not flashy enough. He's not doing what Dave does best. Well, that's because all of you last year were telling us, you know, we can't just use Dave as the the battering ram that scores tries. He needs to actually get in and sort of roll his sleeves up. So, oh, I think that's what a lot of people forget too when you doing those hard yards. And I think, it, as you said, the 127 metres and, and nearly 30 tackles a game, I think they said he was only a couple of short of Tino. Um, you're not going to be able to do those plays no. as often. You, you're absolutely buggered as a big man. Um, you're not going to have the energy to do those ridiculous plays that we saw so often last year. So obviously some fine tuning we might have to sort of give him a little bit of a break to do those flashy plays, but you can't have the best yeah. of both worlds, unfortunately. And, and like, a lot of it too is, you know, he's not <clears throat> he's not getting quality ball still, you know. Like, yeah. Aaron Clark is, 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 while he's serviceable, he's not really, you know, he's not an elite number nine. And, and Toby and, and AJ are still finding their feet in the NRL. And, you know, those extra couple of seconds they take to, to sum up the situation before they go, oh, yeah, give it to Dave, or they take a few steps, think, trying to trying to manipulate the play. And that sort of cramps him up. And, yeah, it's um, it's, it's a work in progress. And I'm like, do I want more out of him? Sure, I want more out of every single player. I want, oh, you know, I want every player to be scoring three tries a week. Yeah. I want every player to be get running for 300 metres a week. <laughs> like who doesn't exactly um so you know that it, it, it sucks we haven't seen a typical classic day for feeder game yet but yeah it's it's the the longer it goes without one the lo- the closer we are to get one so yeah exactly and that's what i mean yeah as you said we'd all love dave to sort of be like captain america we can just inject some super super serum or whatever they call it and he can he can score 30 tries a game and run for 400 meters but as Bo said it's the NRL it's not like well I mean Kevin Proctor might be an exception to the rule but there's, there's good players <laughs> in every team most of them are NRL players for a reason so yeah. um, <laughs> most of them are uh, NRL players most yeah. are NRL players <laughs> yeah, a little asterisk there, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's going to be. Tough, I mean, you look at look. I said this on Twitter as well. Like, you know, Caleb Pong is on astronomical amount of money, and he is in one of the worst runs of form. And yeah, you know, like he's literally a liability. Like they are a much better team with Tex Hoy on the field than with Caleb Pong. Yeah. And and you don't hear you don't have people coming out on the on the you don't have Scott Sattler going Caleb Pong is the worst player ever ever made you know yeah like it just I don't get it like I don't you know you look at Luke Brooks like Luke Brooks hardly gets as much hate like he, yeah he gets hate from Twitter but he doesn't get hate from from the media or anything like that like no this, you know, there's so many players that you that deserve Kevin Proctor. He's on what, like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars this year, yeah. and he's doing absolutely fucking nothing, and no, no one said anything. No, exactly. And I'll throw another one. Like uh, I, I don't mind him as a player, but he's not worth what he's getting paid. Um, Jake Turbo, Jake Trebojevic for Manly. Mm-hmm. Like he's a solid player, and don't get me wrong, he's he's probably one of the hardest hitters and nicest guys in the league. But they had a stats graph of him and he's actually like worse than some of the bench forwards in the NRL. And 
stats wise and like efficiency wise, he's I think Mo Fodawaka was was better than him in most statistical categories. So that he sort of again probably being a nice guy and he's still a good player, but he he's on nine hundred well, and fifty. Just... He doesn't get the criticism. Oh, Jake's you know he's only well he's Tommy's he's Tommy's brother, so you know they, they have to like. <laughs> No, exactly. As as you said, there's plenty of other players, Ponga, and and Ponga's only really starting to get criticism a little bit now. But even when he was in form, sort of slumps last year at times. They just yeah, they'd always treat him like the darling. So yeah. I know that yeah, they have it out for Dave for some reason. I I know it's because we've all seen what he can do, but. Just, just back the bloke, and he'll. Um, I'm backing him for a big, big game this week. Uh, he had a little bit of a quote to Scotty Sattler, um, just saying, you know, watch out for this week. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, we we'll see a bloody day, Dave Hattrick, and 200 plus meters. I think we'd all be happy. I think he's um, lining up against. He's lining up against a uh, well, a 28 year old rookie this week too. So. Yeah. Um, just look at early ball. Oh, as you yeah. said, Toby and AJ, not so much AJ, he doesn't sort of sort of float to that side of the field, but definitely Toby and Aaron Clark, just give him early ball. I don't know yeah. why we're giving him these hospital balls right at the right at the line where he's just getting sort of jumped on straight away by three defenders. We need to just give him early ball and He'll do what he does best, like in the All-Stars game. He he got a pass with sort of 10, 5, 10 metres in front of him and he was able to have space to work with because he's pretty agile for a big man. He can He's not just going to run over the top of him. He has the footwork to back it up. So Exactly. And he's looking really fit too. So. Yeah, yeah. As we said at the start of the year, he's looking absolutely monstrous, like the best he's ever looked. So, yeah, hopefully... Hopefully he can turn it on and shut them all up this week. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy to have him as a Titan anyway. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Okay, recap on a Saturday night at Seabus Super Stadium. The Gold Coast Titans went down to the Parramatta Eagles, 20 points to 26. Um, tries to the Titans through Sammy, Clark, Fafita and Maju. Toby Sexton, two from four. 26 points to the Eels come from uh, Nutho with a double. Simonson, Madison and Brown with tries. And Mitchell Moses, three from five. Um... Again, it was a tale of two halves. The first half, Parramatta were just, they played essentially a perfect game, a perfect half of footy, I thought. They were just rolling through. They, their line speed was good. They were just rolling and rolling and rolling. And, um, yeah, we did well, I think, to, to really only be down 16, 16 points at the half time. And, um, yeah, they just... It's weird. I think would it get to twenty points, twenty nil at some stage, and then yep. and then um, and then they come back and, and and you know they put on three or four tries in in a row and got to within a couple and but yeah they just just couldn't quite hang on there. I think it was just a little bit the, the hill was just a little bit too big to climb and yep. you know there's a lot to like there in the defence, but still That's Kevin right. Proctor, Jared Wallace. Pretty much cost us that game. Jared Wallace, especially, like, oh. what he, he he dropped the ball uh, in in the thirty meter line, and then dropped the ball in the in goal line, like, and then they gave him a try. Like, oh, just, uh, what's new? It's just, yeah. oh, uh, oh, yeah, because I, I unfortunately I was watching a mate play local A grade, um, and just just got home. I think for the 
just before halftime or it might have been just after halftime and walk in the door, throw on the TV, Kevin Proctor dropped the ball. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can just tell how this is going. And Parra literally scored on that set. He dropped it in our own half and they scored off that set. And I was like, oh, God, what's new there? So, uh, but, yeah, watching the replay, Wallace, he was he was dreadful. Um, there's been a few fans calling for him to come back in and he sort of backs it up with that. It was, oh, it was a sh- shocking game and thankfully I think he, I thought he dropped it again um, with that successful captain's challenge where thankfully Marty yeah. admits to it, but um, stuff like that he's always had in his game and um, Kevin Proctor, that 22 metres and five post-contact metres we're going to miss this week, but um again yeah it was just um as you said i think they they gave up a bit too much of a head start to para um and unlike round one we weren't able to claw it and get ahead um yeah but yeah i thought yeah fafita was probably our best um who would have thought quiet man fafita but um 143 meters and 42 post contact and a try um and yeah, Greggy Marju, he was unreal and Phil Sami as usual. So probably the usual. I thought, Sami, I thought Sami was pretty solid in the centers too. Like yeah. had a position, I guess. And Corey had a half decent um game and yep. you know, there wasn't a lot to, to hate. I think the hard we just we just had we just put so defeated in the first half when we had the ball, like we were just getting nowhere. And um, it's just such a weird game. Yeah, it was. A, like I said, um, coming home and it was twenty or uh, yeah, I think twenty nil or some, whatever it was. I was sort of yeah, well, I don't know if it's worth watching the rest of this, but <laughs> I stuck stuck in and. Yeah, tries kept coming for us, and I, oh, here we go, a bit of false false hope again. But um, yeah, I think the fight back was impressive and sort of made it a, a thrilling game. Uh, most of the yeah. neutrals on on Twitter and and stuff seemed to it was a, it was an exciting game for everyone involved. So, um, but yeah, I think the main things. I think a lot of times, like just talking about Sami, he was he was solid, but I think our halves just need a bit more creativity. Like I noticed AJ kept sort of passing it to Sami thinking he'd get on the outside of, I think it was uh Penasini. Yeah. Pending that center. And every time Penasini would shut Sammy down, but I think AJ did it. AJ and Sammy did it about five or six times before they worked out. Okay. He's not going to get past. So yeah, I think he was just giving him that too the whole time. He was just, yeah. just staying on the inside and just giving him the, the touch line. And that's it. Yeah, he it was didn't even sort of get like a half break where he'd you know poke his nose through. So we oh we might keep going that way. It was just yeah, it's like they they didn't know what else to do. But I think that's where we need the you know AJ especially is is running game. I think he, he needs to step that up a bit. He sort of was, that's one of his strengths, especially when he was fullback is that running game where he can, you know, show and go or have a decoy yeah. running Bowie firm or running a decoy for him. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the main thing I noticed was just a, a bit of a lack of creativity and that's uh, just. Yeah, I think, I think on that point too, I'm not sure whether it's, uh, if they're just trying to overplay too, like if they're, if they're trying to create a little bit too much and they overplay and, and they get, they, they sort of, they run themselves out of room or they run themselves out of time or it just, yeah, it, there's something going on there. Like, I don't know whether it's, whether they're, yeah, as you said, lacking creativity or they're, yeah, they're just trying to do too much. Foot is a simple game, man. Like if you get the right plays in the right areas, like you know, the, as we've seen in the first couple of rounds, like the points would just come. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think maybe they're just trying a little bit too hard, and and instead of just sitting, getting in and doing the hard work, and and you know, completing the sets, kicking to the corners, and tiring out the opposition, and yeah, 
no, exactly. What, what's... I, What's your thoughts on AJ at six? Because uh, he's copped a bit of flack and I'll oh, just move him back to fullback. It, it was a failed experiment already. Like I'm of, like I'm opposite. I think he's got some areas, like I said, his running game he needs to improve on. But I'm actually quite liking him at five eight. What what are you? What are your sort of? Yeah, thoughts? I, I I see where they where they what look. I understand what what they're saying is like oh you know it's not working at the moment. But that's four games. Like, yeah, you know, like, let's let's be real here. You know, you're not gonna if you start a year off of that, and you give it and you give it up after four attempts. Like, you, you know, like I, I just don't get it. You know, um, I think that there's a lot. There's a lot there. I think his short kicking game is is phenomenal and it's it's great and it does sort of play like a second fullback anyway. You know, it's it, it's yeah. I think we're just going to give him a bit of time. It's it's going to take a while for him to get used to playing up in the, in the line and 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 seeing the play and reading it and and gelling with Toby as well. Like it's not like he's joining Jamal Fogarty or Ash Taylor, who he's played with a lot. He's he's played with Toby what like six games, eight games. So it's um. Yeah, just well, was he playing last year when Toby was playing? Because that was or was that um, Campbell? I think it might have been Campbell because I think uh, I remember he broke his jaw against South. Latrell sort of yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think he might have maybe played a game with him, but it definitely wouldn't have been yeah many games. Yeah, so exactly. So yeah. so he's yeah. I mean, he, he, he hasn't got a, he hasn't got much time with him. So it's yeah, yeah. They're still they're still two two from two from five, um, with and and two of those and both those wins are worth with AJ in there. So with AJ in the, in the thing, they're two from four, and one you know two very close losses. So it's it's not to say I wouldn't call it an abject failure. No. I'd say it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And I, yeah, like you said, I can get. Get where they're coming from. Like AJ was, he was obviously an Origin fullback and is one of the best in the comp fullback wise. Probably going back a couple of years, but I think he's impressed me at five eight. As you said, I think his short kicking game. If if I'm being a bit biased, it's probably one of the best in the game. Short kicking game yeah. was, um, and yeah, he's got five try assists and um, he's quite solid defensively. So. For me, as I was talking about just before, I think his average running meters is forty-six meters a game. That's that's not enough for one of the the more dangerous ball yeah. runners in our in our comp. I mean, our uh, team. So if he steps that up and, as we said, finds a few other options rather than just giving it long to semi, maybe um, that'll help lift his game a bit more. But I think so far it's definitely a pass mark or. Or a little bit above a pass mark, so yeah, for sure. And yeah. like, I think Bowie, like Bowie Firma, was pretty quiet on the weekend too. And uh, that's just sort of testament to to Parramatta. Like, we got to give them some credit. Like, they were pretty bloody good. I think they just got cruel with some injuries too. They couldn't do their rotate. I think um, Rika Campbell Gillard played like sixty minutes straight or something like that. Yeah. So. Or some something ridiculous. So they got a bit tired towards the second half, which led us back in. But um, you know, that would that would damn near perfect for 45, 45 minutes, fifty minutes. So yeah, to to get back into it and and to sort of you know and to get it to within six points when you're twenty points down is pretty good. And, exactly. Yeah, I mean, for, for still a young side, they're, they're showing some showing some class to get back in there. So. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's why I think it's easy to forget. Like, it's easy to be disappointed with the loss, and uh, we could have won that one. But it's also easy to forget. Like, Parramatta are one of the competition heavyweights, and they're a great side. And I think they'd have probably one of the best forward packs in the competition at the moment. Yeah. So it's 
like we're actually just looking at their run meters, like just proving the the dominance of the forward pack, like Regan Campbell Gillard, 241 meters, Junior Paulo, 225, Papa Lee, 189, Nathan Brown, 181. Like that would just, yeah. just goes to show how bloody dominant they were. And like even Tina. Well, I think they had, they had a thousand meters running meters by like the 40, 45th minute or something like that. There was just something ridiculous. Yeah. Crazy. No. And that's, that's why like Tino, he had probably his, well, not worst game, but quietest game where he didn't even register a hundred meters. So they did their job. They kept, kept our forwards well and truly quiet and steamrolled through. Oh, yeah. So to only lose by six, when you've been sort of dominated through the middle like that, it's, yeah, I guess it's a little bit of a shining light. That first half, mate, they were just, they were bullying. Yeah. They were bullying them. Like, we, we barely, I think we had maybe three tackles in the opposition 40. Yeah. Um, for that whole half. Like, it was, we got bullied and we got, we got stomped. And, you know, we were... We were we were lucky to only be down sixteen nil, but we were also unlucky because of that that Wallace try. So yeah, uh, right on the stroke at half time, pretty much. So um, if you want, yeah. And uh, just I think we've confirmed too that the Gutherino is officially dead. Yeah, he scored two <laughs> tries and didn't bust it out once. So rest in peace, Gutherino. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, yeah, taunting a bloke like that would come back to bite us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least at least we got rid of that stupid dance. So. That's right. That's footy, and yeah, it's a good cause in the end. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now they're back in business for time. Okay, moving on to the preview this Saturday afternoon, five thirty at Brookvale Oval, or sorry, Four Pines Stanky Beer Park. Um, the Titans are taking on the Manly Marina Seagulls and the Titans have a few ins. Brian Kelly returns and Kevin Prompter is dropped. Praise the Lord. Um, oh, my God. We're getting there, mate. We've got two more to go. So the <laughs> Titans will line up. Jermaine Asako at the fullback. Phil Sami, Brian Kelly, Patrick Herbert, Greg Marju, the back four. Brimo and Tobes in the halves. Moe. And Isaac in the front row with Aaron Clark in hooking. Fafita and Firma back row and Tino locking us up. The interchange, unfortunately, still has Will Smith. Uh, Sam Lasani makes his return and Damon Jolliffe with Jared Wallace in the 17. Good news. Kevin Proctor. Gone. Um, Finally, I still just what does Sammy McIntyre have to do? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because there were whispers he was sort of maybe carrying a little niggling injury, but I haven't actually seen it confirmed. So I just I don't know. He's he's done his job and sort of added a bit of fresh legs and young legs when coming off the bench when he has played this year. So. I don't know. I, like you said, one good step with Proctor gone, but I'm just not sure about keeping Jared Wallace and sort of bringing in Sam Lasone instead of Sammy McIntyre. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, happy, happy for Sam Lasone. I, I think we missed his, um, his spark off the bench yeah. uh, in, in recently and definitely more so than whatever. Kevin Proctor provided. So um, I'm pretty sure we can book Sam in for more than 22 metres this weekend and, um, just and probably a few more post-contact metres. <laughs> Five post-contact, that's hard to replace. I think I do the same on my couch, five post-contact metres. So. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I make more post-contact metres on the toilet door. When I <laughs> exactly, bloody hell. It's... Uh... A professional getting paid hundreds of thousands to do that. Oh, shake your head, but thank yeah. God um, Paul Brooks finally seen through whatever love he had for KP. So 
Definitely. And that's just proof too that Justin Holbrook listens to the show. And Justin, we love you, mate. We we, we look forward to having you on the show one day. And um, yeah, you're more than welcome just to, to even tweet us, mate. Get your burner account going and and um, say hello. Um, but just you know, a baby steps so I don't understand. So I hope and Paul Turner's named in the 18th, so surely he's got to be close. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's with, been killing it uh, in the U Cup. And I see Tanner Boyd is named in 23, so he's obviously over whatever. What did he have? Broken jaw. I think, yeah, I think they said it was some jaw injury. He, he literally got, I think, in the first first week of the Q Cup. So, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so he must have must have recovered or is getting close. So, good to see him at least in the reserves pushing for a spot. Yeah, he plays for Burley too, doesn't he? So, hopefully he gets a, gets a run on this week. and. And, uh, you know, sets up a few tries and has a good game and can kick Will Smith out. Um, but so, yeah, this is the first time we have played Manly without Tom Trevojevic in a long time. Yeah, be. And we, if you remember, unfortunately, last year to the first time we played Manly, it was the first round back with Tom Trevojevic. <laughs> and that was at Mudgee where we got thumped. I think it was 32-0. So, yes. hopefully, a little bit of payback. If they can just play like the first half they did against Manly for two halves last year, that would be good in the uh, the return match on, on Seabus. Yeah. Titans seem to play well down there at Boogie too. So, Yeah, yeah. We always seem to have a pretty good good record there. I remember, I think it was the first year AJ was sort of playing. He scored that little grubber through and I think Tommy yeah. he might have been playing that game and he, he just showed him up. But um yeah now we've had a pretty good record at, at Brookie. Um obviously Preston Campbell with that um with was it was a Preston Campbell drop goal. Or was it the penalty goal? I can't remember now. But yeah that was I remember that that was that was years ago. Yep, yep. That's true. Preston Campbell's sinking the heart. Yep, nothing better. Um, so this is a big one, but it's against Remy's, Remy's boys. So, Remy, if you're listening, mate, uh, best of luck. But, yeah, nah. Nah, nah no luck. No luck wished at all, I reckon. Um, after a couple of Remy's questions over the last few weeks, I think it'd be good <laughs> to stick it to him. So, um, But, yeah, no, it's um, obviously you can't take Manly lightly in all, in all seriousness. So still, I know Newcastle, are, as we said, just, I don't know, completely fallen a bit since the first two weeks, but they uh they did a job on on Newcastle last week, Manly did, so even without Tommy. Um but oh just, it's it's a winnable game for us if if we play like we can at our best, it's it's definitely a game that you'd be spewing to lose by season's end. It would uh, they 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 need to win it. Like not only like they not only they should win it, they need to win it because you know they've got the rough the rough um rough schedule coming up and you know this this is, we need to get back on track and you know get get three from three you know three from six sort of thing and yeah they just need to get some wins under the belt now because it's going to get tough later on. So oh, I agree, mate. This is a very winnable game and. They really need this to be a good test for them. Yeah, exactly. No, and we've got just looking at Manly's bench. They've got both Dylan Walker and Carl Lawton, um, so two sort of utility guys on the bench. Um, whereas we've got literally three middle, big middle forwards and and Will Smith. So it'll be interesting to see the we're going to ro- hopefully roll through the middle and sort of have the size to overpower Manly, although they've still got Marty Tapao, obviously, and Olakawatu and these big boys, but hopefully yeah. we, can, we can roll through the middle, or if not, it could be the opposite, and sort of the speed and agility might might get Manly the, the upper hand, so oh, it's... Be interesting to, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how um, the whole book runs these rotations now with Lasani. Yeah. In there with Wallace and Jaleef. Um, but hopefully, um, yeah, it'd just be, just be interesting. Because it's good to not see bloody Kevin Proctor defending in the middle for once. Oh, my God. 
That's right. It's oh, the amount of literally nearly every game this year, I think, as soon as he's come on, the energy, the momentum, everything just it just falls to bits and you, you can tell straight away you don't even have to look at the the uh substitution in the top right corner of the screen. You can tell straight away, bloody hell, we're looking flat or we're looking <laughs> we're looking tired. And yeah, a fresh Kevin Proctor is is not much better than a bloody exhausted. You know, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm still adamant we haven't scored a try with Kevin Proctor on the field. Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to see that confirmed, but it'd it'd be bloody close, I reckon, because he just oh, he's just been filling a hole jersey wise, but he just has not been doing anything productive for us. We spoke about no, it. He, just nearly seems he's literally he's literally a warm body on the field. That's about all he provides. Yep. That's right. Yeah, he'd be the bloke you pick if literally like the COVID went through the camp and we had to, <laughs> you know, either forfeit or, or play Kevin Proctor, you'd be flipping a coin uh, by by sort of the start of the game. So You're uh, breathing? Cool, you're in. Yeah, exactly. Might just have to start pulling fans from the crowd over doing that, I reckon. But, um, yeah, as you said, probably a couple more like Will Smith. He, I don't know, he just he doesn't really add anything for me at all. He's just, again, sort of a similar thing, just a, a warm body who comes on and he gets thrown in at hooker, but he really is not a hooker's arsehole. Um, no. And, yeah, and Jared it, Wallace too. Like- to be to be fair to Will Smith, he has done some good things. Yeah, but those good things are surrounded by dog shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. So, like, yeah. it's it's very much like the the Tyrone Fiji, uh, yeah, the Tyrone Fiji, um, sort of thing. You know what? Like he does some good things, yes, but he's still a net negative. Yeah. and and it's just. Yeah, it's so easy for us to see up. There is so many better options. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's more to the point. Not that he's an absolutely awful player like Proctor, but it's just as you know, Paul Turner, Tanner Boyd. Like, there's so many better fits for the 14 jersey than just like the first couple of weeks. It was let's throw Will Smith into like a 13 role, where he's just like another ball player on the field and then it was oh that's not working so let's just throw him in at hooker and he can play hooker while Aaron's yeah. having a rest it just uh just I think we're trying to make it work for him but it just it's not it's not. not going well he, he should literally be like a backup in the roster if AJ or Toby were to go down maybe you'd throw him in the halves as a bit of a a fill in for while they're out but I just I don't think he's a fourteen. No, no, he's definitely not a nine, and that means he's not a fourteen. Like he can't, yeah, he can't keep. Yeah, it's the same. It's just as soon as he's on the ground, the the attack breaks down, and it's already sort of clunky enough as it is. So we can't afford to have an extra handbrake in there, and unfortunately, that's what he's providing. But yeah, anyway, hopefully. Hopefully he proves us wrong this week. I'm, I'm not backing, but we'll see. That's but yeah, it. mate, this is a very winnable game and a win a game they need to win and and um yeah, Titans 13 plus. <laughs> you haven't been wrong this year, have you? <laughs> mate, I haven't I haven't lost this week yet. That's right. You're on a bit of a hot streak <laughs> this week. So yeah, well, I'll back you there. It'd be it'd be bloody beautiful to give Manly a hiding again. So Bring it on, I yep. say. Yep. Okay, Anthony. Twitter questions. Yeah, Twitter questions. I uh, yeah, I almost got dropped. If Tommy was available, I probably probably would have been dropped this week. I, I nearly forgot to to throw the questions out there, but um, thanks to everyone in in the half an hour space before we. We come on tonight. We uh, got bombarded with questions and statements and everything like that. So um, 
yeah, good on all of yous and and thank you again for uh for sending them all in. So we'll uh we'll jump to our mate uh, Prince Philip. He's uh, now going going by. That's his new moniker. So uh, Callum Malaki. He says uh, death riding Proctor seems to have worked. Can you now <laughs> please focus your attention on Wallace and Smith? Yeah, I'll consider it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the pass for the people. I, I need. I need to get myself a fat voodoo doll. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you believe in the dark magic, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, mate. Uh, and and a follow. No, it's good. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, go. Oh, just just a follow up, just to add a bit of a spanner in the works. Just shows uh, different different Titans fans. Our mate Trent war he says uh yep. now proctor has been dropped is jared wallace a shoe-in for origin selection <laughs> i'm gonna tell you man i'm not a fan of this this um this narrative he's trying to push <laughs> good on him but no I, I can't back you there trent i'll i'll have to go with our mate callum we'll have to we'll have to side with him for this one i think oh look and if, if jared wallace is getting picked that means their, their Gold Coast Titans are in dire position because Mo, Tino, Fafina, they're all probably injured. So <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Please don't wish that upon us. Yeah. No, we don't need that. That's the last thing we need. So um, we'll pass, and yeah, we'll we'll certainly work on. Um, as we said, Justin Holbrook, big big fan of the show. Um, I'm sure, no doubt, he'll he'll listen to our. Our comments about about Will and, and Jared pretty seriously. So yeah. see here we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, another question, our mate uh, at the Steve S eighty nine. He says, if DC had signed and committed to the Titans, do you think they play finals in his first year? Um, that's a good one. Well, because we got rid of Aiden Caesar that year too because of that. So who would have been partnering him in the halves? Um, did we have Ash Taylor? Did we sign Ash Taylor? Uh, no, no. I think we signed Ash when sort of all the DCE and Caesar thing all fell through. So, yeah, I don't – oh, I can't even think who would have would have partnered him. I, it's obviously – it might have been Albert Kelly maybe or – it would be Albie because we had both balloon. I mean, I mean, how could a, a combination, a spine of both balloon, Albert Kelly, DCE, and Will Zilman not make finals? That's it'd be edge in top four, you'd think. <laughs> Surely, a couple of young kids yeah. potential. Yeah, oh, we still had Jimmy the Jet then too, didn't we? So yeah, yep, yep. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good question. It's, it's all we'll never know, but yeah, I, you'd like to think that the hype and and um, the hype and 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 the signing and and the professionalism that he would have brought up probably would have steered us in the right direction. But um, you know, speaking of million dollar underperformers, is you know he's sort of flying under the radar too. Yeah, definitely so, has his off game. You know, I know we didn't do ourselves any favours with um, with what we did after not signing DCU with all the other tickets we signed. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm happy he never signed, but I'm not saying I'm not happy, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it sort of <laughs> fast forward to last year and the last couple of years of improvement it obviously might have taken a bit longer than it would have but it's not like him signing was the end of the club no it, it's sort like of everyone at the time you know it never was the amount of the amount of fold coast um shit we used to cop on twitter and, yeah. and everything around that time like yeah it's one of those as you said it's an unknown like because you think in one breath, like the, there were rumours that, like, obviously a, a superstar like him, a big name, will attract other players, and 
I remember like Dane Gagai, which at that time was was prime Dane Gagai, and um, yeah. apparently some big name forwards were thinking of jumping ship and joining Daly here. So uh, it's it's all an unknown. It, I'd like to say probably yes, but we got to remember when he did sign. Uh, the club was club was uh, in the bottom bottom of the rung. We were in the yeah. cellar dwellers, so whether one man or, or a couple of players could have fixed that overnight, who knows? Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out. The, the comparison to that is, is Adam Reynolds from the Broncos, you know. If he's, yep. is, you know, they're not a shoe in to play finals this year. No, no, exactly. So, no. Yeah. Uh, good question, Steve. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, good question, mate. Thanks for that. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll go to. Uh, wasn't actually a question sent in to us, but just something um, interesting. I scrolled up, um, scrolled on tonight um, from Danielle Smith at Lady League NRL. Um, okay, footy fans, if you could pick any former rugby league player at their peak that has never played for your club, put them in a time machine and have them play for your team now. Who would it be? Um, look, I, I'm probably going to go with my all-time favourite player as a kid. Um, it would have to be Wally Lewis. Prime Wally Lewis. Like Q-Cup Wally Lewis in, in the Titans. Absolutely, mate. Give, give, just put that in my veins. Yeah, yeah. Dream come true, hey? Yeah, absolutely, mate. With, with him, him and Toby Sexton together, feed Dave for feeder and, and Jaden Campbell, Jesus Christ. Bloody hell. And then you put AJ back out the back and yeah, all, mate. All baby. <laughs> Undefeated yeah. premiership. That's it. Yeah. 13 in a row or something like that. We'll be like the, the dragons back, <laughs> back in the days. Yeah. But um yeah, I went um had a bit of a think, but I went like Cam Smith or yeah. Prime Jonathan Thurston, like can you imagine either of those two playing with this forward pack? Especially Cam Smith, I think. I think Cam Smith's a good one, yeah. Yeah, imagine, I mean, imagine what a good I'd hooker take, to do for this team. Well, what about the best hooker of all time? Just, I'd take 2022 Cam Smith. <laughs> Absolutely, above what we have <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Is oh, What would have been if uh, all those whispers come true and he signed in 2021? Oh. Buddy, would have, been, would have been good for the club and... As you said, he would have been unreal to have on the field as well. So, but yeah, no, I think that's what this team's sort of lacking big time at the moment. We've all spoken about the the hooker while Aaron Clark is he, he's bloody solid and he gives it his all. He probably probably better coming off the bench or sort of being yeah. a really solid backup. But yeah, if you had someone like Cam Smith driving this this full pack around and adding a bit of professionalism and Calm head, it would be, be bloody good. So I see, um, I've heard a rumor that Reed Marnie's contract with the Bulldogs hasn't been uh, ratified by the NRL yet because the Bulldogs yeah. are still over their cap. Crazy. So I wonder, you know, bring it back to Queensland. Yep. Yep. You know, make a bit of a Malpinga. <laughs> Yeah. Justin, if you're listening, mate, look at that. a little bit get under there, mate, and get, get some get some paper bags down there, and that's it. I don't care how you do it, just just do it, just get it done. Yeah. Oh, the difference it would make if we had even a top ten, top nine, top eight hooker. Oh, it'd be it'd be a big difference to this team. Just getting nice early quality ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how, how the Bulldogs let that happen? That's that's wild. Like Kikau's meant to be the same. He's not not even registered by the NRL. So, but yeah, there'd be a few nervous dogs fans if they keep playing the way they are, and these guys sort of have in the back of their mind that, well, it's not not set in stone. I can sort of change my mind. Um, might be a similar DC scenario if they're not careful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, but fingers um, crossed. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Make it happen. Um, yeah, we'll go to our last question um, from our mate Lambretta. Um, he, he's he's been great. He's been sticking up for for Davy for feeder, and he's been really good with the interaction. So um, thanks for that, legend. Um, so at Lambretta GP nineteen seventy one. Uh, he's got a got a couple of questions. He said, um, looking through the Fafita stats, he's been your best stat attainer in the forward pack. Is he being underrated because of expectations, or do the other forwards all need to lift big time? Yeah, I don't think the other forwards need to lift. I mean, both of them look like our best forward for a couple of weeks, and Tino's doing Tino things, and Mo's. Mo, um, you know, Mo hasn't been setting the world on fire, but you know where you're getting with Mo. Isaac Liu's been good. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think it's it's got. Yeah, I, I, I've got no issue with any of the forwards apart from obviously Wallace and Proctor and and Co. But um, yeah, I mean, as you said, Fafita has been solid. Uh, you know, I got I got slammed by a salty Brisbane supporter. On Twitter, when when I posted from the pod account saying that Fafita's been solid, and he's like, "No, he hasn't. You don't fuck, and, you know, whatever." But like, it's yeah, the stats are stats, mate. Like, that's right, Bruce yeah. wouldn't. Um, yeah, you can't, can't. I think obviously we can always get more, as we said, but yeah, yeah. No, that's right. I think yeah, he needs to sort of, as I said, I think we needed maybe find a different way to use him and find a nice middle ground of between, you know, just using him for the flashy plays and maybe overworking him a little bit too much. Maybe we need to find a nice little balance depending on the game situation. Um, yeah. yeah, no, he's been, as, as Lembretta said, he's, he's uh, been one of our best stats wise and still breaking four tackles a game and, 130 odd meters and 30 tackles like that they're good numbers and he's doing it consistently every yeah. week so I, where people I, said he wasn't consistent now he is being consistent stats wise so um i just want to know what they want like what like literally if someone's out there listening that that doesn't agree with us like and thinks he's being shit like what stats weekly stats would you be happy with like if he's putting up numbers every week, would you go, yeah, that's a pass? Because, like, you know, if if, if a if a winger makes one line break a, uh, a week, you, you're like, fuck yeah, man. Like, you book that in every every time or if a hooker makes one line break a week, you, you'd, you'd, you'd sign off on that every single day of the week. For yeah. feeders making a line break or a line break assist every week, he's busting four tackles every week. He's making a hundred plus meters every week. He's you know he's playing eighty minutes. He's running fifteen times. Uh, tackle thirty tackles. Like I, I just, oh, it's, it's mind boggling. As you said, I'd love to love to hear from some some non Titans fans or even Titans fans. Like, what would be a pass mark for him to do? Like, because even look at Jason Tamalolo for. A couple of years there, he's running like the 200, 250, 300 meters a game. Even he has dropped back to the pack and yeah, not sustainable for a. If you want to have a 15 year career, you're not going to be able to do 300 meters every week and 30 tackles as well. You'll, you'll burn out so quick. So, yeah. I, I mean, think, yeah, I don't, yeah, what do people want? Do they want, the Dave of last year that maybe only took 10 runs a game and 20 tackles or but he scores the flashy tries or or do they want the, the Dave that does the consistent hard work and pulls out a flashy yeah. player or there? Yeah, exactly. Picks his moments when he, when he knows he can yeah, dominate. Yeah. No, exactly. But yeah, as you said, I, I don't know about like the other starting forwards. I don't think they have to lift too much i think as you said mo and liu have been solid up front and bowie firm probably needs to get a little bit more involved but i mean as you said if it's going the other way and dave's getting most of the ball and and bo's sort of 
not getting as much opportunity. So I think he's, yeah. he's, still, he's still being great. Like he's still being his usual, you know, breaks the line here and there and combines really well defensively too. So yeah, um, hey, him, he like, hey, they've got a really good combo out there on the left. Him yeah. and him and BK and it's great and um, and Sami. So you know now that they've been reunited, BK's back in this week. So yeah, you know maybe maybe that'll open him up a bit more and be a bit more comfortable. Yeah, that's it. And actually, yeah, talking about that, you you think it was a right call? I think they got it right. Sort of unfortunately, Corey Thompson. Drops out. You th- you think that was the right call, mate? Yeah, I think like I don't think his hand was still one hundred percent, was it? Like no, no. I don't know how. Like I, I, I'm a big Corey fan, but he wasn't great the last couple of games. Like he wasn't the Corey of last year. No. And Greg Baju is just a tank, and Sami has been close to our best player all year. So I don't know how you drop him. Nah, exactly. That's right. That's sort of my, yeah, that was my first thing I thought of. Like uh, BK is only out for the one week with COVID. So he'll, he'll be back. And that's, I thought you, you can't drop anyone else. The only option you could have had was sort of maybe put Corey out the back and drop a Zarko. But I don't think a Zarko has been that bad where he deserves oh, he's to be either. He's been serviceable, I guess. You know, the more time he gets there, the better he's going to be. So, yeah, exactly. And soon, by the sounds of it, soon enough we'll maybe have JC back, and hopefully he comes back red hot form. Um, yeah, well, I've seen um, somewhere during the week. Justin was saying he was a he was a chance to play this week, but yeah. they're going to give him one more. Yep, yep. No, it's probably probably smart. Play it safe, but yeah, you'd, you'd think by the sounds of that he'll he'll be back maybe even next week. So yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's good to have too many options rather than than not enough. That's for sure. For sure. Is that uh, is that wrapping us up? Is it? Yeah, I think. Yep, that's that's about it. I think. Yeah. Very good. All right. Thank you, everyone, for the questions. Keep them coming in and don't forget to interact with us. Um, right, oh, is that, uh, that's pretty much it. Are you got anything else you want to you want to talk about, mate? No, no, I think that's that's about it. We've uh, we've covered covered most of it, I think, and um, yeah, just hopefully get a win this week. And uh, as you said, going going two and six or two and seven would be pretty rough to come back from. So. Um, yeah, we're going to need to start start getting a few wins on the board very soon. It's not not dire straits yet this early in the season, but um, especially with how some of the the lower teams have been scraping together some wins, we we're going to need to follow suit, or we could um, drop down pretty quickly. So yeah, just find a way to get it done, boys. Yeah, absolutely. You um, got anything on for the weekend, mate? You, you got any plans to watch the footy? Uh, yeah, no, it was pretty um, get get most of the weekend off. We've got to, got to go into work a bit on Sunday morning, uh, Easter morning, but um, Oof. Come, come back to some chockey, so that's never a bad thing. But um, yeah, no, just probably probably head out to the beach if the it looks like the weather is going to be good. So um, yeah, nice. beach, maybe... Uh, Maybe take the boat out, go go for a bit of a fish. But um, other than that, yeah, just front of the couch, bowl of chocolate Easter eggs, and and the footy. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. What about you? Mate? Yeah, I'm working. Nah, I'm working. I'm, I'm working all week, so I'll, I'll hopefully have uh, hopefully get enough reception on the rig, and I'm gonna put ABC on and listen to it, and uh, and um, frustrate the shit out of myself. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes every week. That's <laughs> that is. That's the usual. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, that will just about wrap us up. Um, don't forget, you can uh, interact with us at Bad Life Titans on Twitter, or um, myself at Hammers H four M M E R Z, or Anthony at GC underscore Anthony, and send Tommy a good uh, get well message at Jetso J T Z O. 
underscore 10. And don't forget our good friend, the biggest tiger and uh, sports best friends. Thank you very much for episodes. This was episode seven, I believe. I'm happy to get fact-checked. Hopefully I'll come back to you next week with a win and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers, Anthony. Yep, yep. Cheers for that, mate. Um, get well soon, Tommy. And um, yeah, have a have a have a safe and, and good Easter to everyone out there. And um, yeah, we'll be back same time next week. Sports best friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember. Social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people.